Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. This is episode 50. Also known as the... The episode. It is. Yeah. 50 of these things. Yeah, well, 51, technically. Yes, because yeah. we did the, the episode zero thing, but yeah. 50. Yeah. It seems like a big number. It does seem like a big number. It also doesn't seem like... Big enough. Yeah. At the same time. It, yeah, it's like how have we only done 50? And yeah, we've been at this for, what, a year and a half, two years? Uh, I think that sounds good. I think like October ends up being like two years or something. We've been at this long enough that it, I finally actually figured out. So, you know, we've talked about how I have no idea what any of these buttons do. Yeah. Right. Well, did you map them? No, I didn't, but I'm an idiot. There's actually, well, so when I was updating the firmware on our beautiful road, uh, roadcaster pro roadcaster pro, right? Yeah. They actually have you. There's a companion app that I completely forgot about on the computer and it labels, all the pads are labeled there. Oh, right. So now if you have the app running, you can see what's yeah, going. Yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, you want some crickets? Yeah. Oh, look at that on the first attempt. Look at that, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need a rim shot? I got you. <laughs> Over on top of the crickets. Yeah, on top of the crickets. But so anyways, I just feel, I thought it was kind of stupid that it took me this long to realize that that existed. Well, it's not like we were really dependent on the soundboard thing. Well, no, but, you know, you have this thing. You should learn how to use it. Yeah. And I decided not to do that. Well, I mean... I'm a stubborn, stubborn person. Yeah, but if you think there's lots of, like, different technologies in which you don't use all of the features. Like my microwave, I never use the popcorn button. I just manually type in the time. Yeah, people should not use the popcorn button on their microwave. Right. But I mean... What does it do? It just burns the shit out of your popcorn. Well, right, but how's it supposed to work? It's not like your microwave is... Well, maybe it's listening. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. I don't think they're that smart, though. No. Well... I definitely... (laughs) Everything, all your appliances these days are spying on you. Well, I mean, Alexa has a microwave, where they did. Amazon Alexa, there was a Yeah, micro- they're, they're, they have all kinds of Alexa enabled. There's a shower head. Yeah. Explain to me, and if anybody out there has one, I would love to hear from you. Why would you get an Alexa enabled shower head? Because you have, oh, Alexa, turn on the coffee maker? Yeah, it, it is kind of strange. Well, isn't but it, it like when you're in the shower... You always come up with like better ideas, and you don't want to forget that, so you can just kind of like put. There it you in go. In case you have shower thoughts, the wise wisdom of Grayson, our uh, our half host. I I don't like it either way. I mean, I, okay, that is a good use for it. I'll give you that. Yeah. But still, like, it's weird. It doesn't turn the water on and off. It doesn't adjust the temperature. It's no, just, it's just like, music, and so it's got a speaker built into yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those Bluetooth shower heads where it's just got a speaker, so you can listen to music. Right. Which is like, all right, that's a debatable thing. So earlier today, I was actually reading an article. So I get this um, email. What are those like? I don't know. Subscription. Email, yeah, email from from the hustle. And yes. if anybody's, uh, you've talked about. Yeah, this yeah it's, it's actually really interesting. Are you a hustler? I guess because you get the hustle. Because I get the yeah. I mean, I don't do the hustle. I don't do 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 do. Not not into that. But do, um, you, do you know what that song is, Grayson? Mm-mm. Okay, that's no, the hustle. I'm just making sure. Yeah, Did, didn't want to ruin his. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. No, the. Uh, Anyways, there was a graph, interestingly enough, and it talked about how since Amazon's uh, you know thing came out, that since name, Alexa's come out, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that name, baby names have just yeah. dropped off, almost non-existent now. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it makes sense. Whenever there's some sort of like controversy or something surrounding a name, that name drops off in popularity. Like, think about how many kids are named Karen these days. I would hope none. Right. So I mean, it's, but, it's kind of that same logic, but yeah, Alexa's dropped it. off. Like I have a I have a, I have a buddy. What's that? 
Oh, the hustle. Yeah, I, we can't play too much because I don't want to get in trouble. But but uh, yeah, I, I have a buddy whose whose daughter's named Alexa, and she. See, like I learned new stuff, man. I know how to do things now. This is gonna get professional. The, no. The, no, 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 no. Don't the, get carried the, away. The first fifty was like the the upward swing, and so now we're either gonna plateau or drop off the cliff. Well, it will not get. I promise everyone, it will not get more professional. What'll happen is by next time we do this, we'll forget yeah, all I'll about totally these forget. things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of the way things are. Right. <laughs> Sorry. You, you were master saying. a skill and then you forget it. Right. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I have a buddy whose who's daughter's named Alexa, and I think she's maybe eight. So she yeah. was just right. before As the whole out. device. Yeah. And it, I think the same thing goes like the opposite trend where because of a movie, certain names become more popular. So, like, oh, yeah, for sure. Kids being named after like Disney movies, like any of the Frozen characters. Moana. Or, Sure. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Are there kids out there named Moana? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like when we picked Grayson's name, it was literally we had a, a book that was stereotypes of the names. Because, I mean, if you think about it, most baby books, when you get them, yeah. every name is pretty much gift of God. That's <laughs> pretty much every name you look up is gift not, of wait, God. Is that what yours means? Yeah. Matthew was a gift of oh, God. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally. Think, that's have we not talked about this before? I feel like I we think might we have, have yeah. because mine is pretty fantastic. What's yours? Pretty prince. fantastic. I'm a prince. Ryan means prince? Yeah, like little prince. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So the book that we had for, for Grayson was literally just, I keep saying literally, but it was, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was about people's perceptions based on those names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, Veronica was a spoiled uppity cheerleader, like based on Archie's you know, comics and, and that type of thing. Oh, so yeah, was, yeah, I've thought about it's that. It's people's social references around the name. So it's kind of the same thing with, you know, Karen, you know, you have that negative association with this, so right. therefore you're not going to use it. But the name Grayson was well-respected businessman is kind of the perception. <laughs> but the actual meaning is bailiff's son. Yeah, Gray's son. Yeah. Yeah. Who's bailiff? Bailiff is uh, in a courtroom, the officer or the, the I guess it is the officer, in, in the in the courtroom is, is referred to as a bailiff. Um, they're the ones that would, if you're found guilty and you're, you're sentenced to jail, they would, the ones that would take you off to jail kind of thing. Um, but that's kind of where the naming came from, but we didn't really care about that. We just thought the well-respected business was kind of a pretty inoffensive, uh, yeah, and kind of like the, the old Englishy is probably what it would come from, right? Yeah. So it's just kind of a manager and overseer custodian. Yeah. yeah kind right. of thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Gift of God. Yeah. Definitely not in my case. No, no, uh, no heavens coming down on you. Uh, well, you know, my mom went with the the biblical names with <laughs> Matthew, gift of God. That's my that's my voicemail. <laughs> the uh, you've reached the gift of God. Um, my 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 mom just wasn't all that original with the naming, so it was basically I'm Matthew. My brother's name is Mark, and I'm sure if we had other siblings, there would have been like a Luke or a John yeah. or. But luckily, there there weren't, and we just stopped there. I'm Ryan. I have no room to talk. Yeah, but I mean, Ryan's a fine name. I don't I don't see any. It's it's he it's, it's a name that exists, and that's yeah. why people call me. I think it's weird. I it's not weird. You have to call your offspring something. Yeah. But like to give somebody a name that they then have to live with their whole life that this you get to that's a lot of responsibility. It kind of is, and there 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 have been studies on the the importance of naming when it comes. In terms of like employment and yeah. schooling and stuff, because some people want to go with more of a maybe an ethnic or a traditional name that doesn't necessarily fit modern expectations. Yeah, and sometimes those kids are at a disadvantage because of that more traditional name. And I've seen things where 
even with gender roles, like women applying for the same job don't get a response. They submit that same resume using a dude's name. They get a response. And so it's weird how bias comes into play based entirely off the name without even knowing anybody. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of the same idea of of people having names like Jamie or Pat where you can't tell Tell. the gender. Right. And so you, and for some of those, like Alex, yeah, Alex is kind of a yeah. It is. It was as a kid, Alex. I didn't think was quite a gender neutral name, but we know a couple of female Alexes. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is kind of a, like one of them. It's a nickname, and one of them it is just their name. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like I, I knew a couple of Taylors. I knew uh, both male and female Taylors. Yeah. So that's another one that's. that's I've kind used of, the Taylor. Yeah. To, to different spelling. Change my clothes. Yeah. To alter. It's been a while since I've had to have anything altered. Dude, I put a jacket on, a sport coat on recently. It wasn't going anywhere, but I put it on. Just it was, Anyways, it doesn't matter. It was there. You wanted yeah, yeah. to try it on. Uh, I put it on. I definitely need to get it. Taken in? Take, oh, bad. Oh, well, that's, that's a good problem to have. It looks like a... Trench uh, coat? Yeah, a sack. <laughs> like you're trying on your dad's coat kind of thing? And it was, just... and it's like that. It's I really like it because it's, you know, we're both fans of flannel. Yeah, uh, and it's like a pla- it's got a really subtle plaid pattern. Too. I was gonna say it's a flannel sport coat because that no, would be kind of no, no. interesting. It's actually a no, it's a sport coat I took to Japan with me. Oh wow, it's seen places. It's, it has seen things for it sure. It has seen things. Yeah, and then I got shipped back unceremoniously in a box. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> so last last time we were on, we were talking about the Monterey Car Week. And yeah, so there's actually a lot of car stuff to talk about. We today. saw the Countach, or the Countach was officially. Yep. Unveiled. I get I'm, it. It's just a rebodied doodad. It's just a way of making money. Like I, I didn't. But they see, sold every single one of them, right? Which justifies it at like what two point five million. A Whatever piece? it was, one hundred and fifty of them or something. They're making like one hundred and fifteen or something. Like one fifty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, or one hundred and fourteen or something. Yeah. I personally, and in spite of the giant NACA duct on the side of the car, which isn't really a NACA duct. It, that's probably the biggest problem I have with it, that fake duct on the Other side. than that, I like it. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, it's a fitting tribute <sighs> to... I don't know if I'd go as far as fitting. I think it is. I think they did a pretty good job, considering they're basically just rebodying a thing that... Already exists and it's already been around. Exists. Yeah. yeah, and they it, it has a lot of the right lines, and it has a lot... Like, the back end looks really cool. I like the front. The straight, front looks the straight really cool. straight front yeah. shot, I like. Yep. I've seen a couple of mock-ups where they tweaked a little bit. Like, they moved the headlights a little bit farther down. Yeah. They made the NACA duct on the side smaller and more proportionate. Right. And they added, like, a fixed-wing, big-wang spoiler on the back. And those tweaks did make a big difference. Okay, but it 100% needs a big wing. Yeah. It does have a wing on it, but it's one of those ones yeah, that little... moves at speed. Yep. And I... I I don't think it really matters because, like you said, they sold them all, right? Yeah. Lamborghini made $230, $240 million selling 100 and some odd of these yeah. Countaches. Yeah. So Whatever. they don't have to please us because we're not in the market for them. Nope. But I, I think if I had the opportunity to buy the new one or the original one, I would rather go for the original. Well, yeah. I mean, that's every, well, a kid's our age is a poster car, right? I mean, yeah. uh, do you remember the poster that was. It was one of it was a Countach done like a CHP, yes, the California Highway Patrol and like some skimpy, yeah, bikini cop, yeah, yeah. There was I remember that poster and the other one that was like the the garage, yeah, that had a bunch of different exotic cars yeah. in all the different garage doors. Yeah, it, it was some sort of education thing. It was like 
I can't remember what it was, but I remember that that poster. Gr- yeah. But I growing up, I had um, I had a couple of car posters. One of them, the one I remember the most, is an F eighteen Hornet parked behind a Vector. So it was okay. a side shot of like the 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 airplane parked and the Vector parked in front of it. Both of them were were gray. But I had that one up on the walls, and I had a couple other car posters. It does seem strange, though. Like, where do you find posters these days? Like, as a well, kid, like any any reasonable person, you get them off the internet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've never thought about buying a poster or online. I mean, because as a kid, I would go to like Target or Kmart or whatever it was Spencer's, and they, and they would have yeah a yeah. whole poster display where they had the the boards you could flip through and see the posters in full size. You know, unflattened out, mm-hmm. unrolled. You remember that? Yeah, that big rack. Remember the yeah, poster rack? Thing exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you clack them over yeah. left and right. <laughs> and then they would be like cars, and then it'd be like hunks, and then it would be like just different kitty things. cats. Yeah. And like those, those velvet posters. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Like the the black, black light posters. posters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were, uh, that was definitely Spencer's. Yeah. Grayson. Spencer's still exists. They still do. Yeah. But it's like with the mall, and malls are kind of dwindling in numbers. Yeah, I went to the mall the other day. Which one? South Coast. Were you going to the Lego store? I was. Yeah. yeah. What'd you get? Uh, I don't recall. Oh, I had to get a gift certificate for somebody. Oh. Yeah. And so I guess by the other day, I mean like a month and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all time's all relative. Yeah, it feels weird. So Grayson, do you like the new Countach or the old one? I've never seen a new one. Oh, well then, okay. Yeah, well, there's that. I'm surprised that. with as much YouTube viewing as you do around like cars and stuff that you haven't seen that. Nope. Nope. All right. So, well, good contribution there. Other really expensive things happening in the car world. I just saw an ad for a 1975 Lancia Stratos HF that is going to auction, and that is no way that's going to be cheap. Uh, but well, those cars weren't common to begin with. They so. weren't common to begin with, and it it's in a blue color. That's like I guess you would. How would you describe it? Baby blue. That's a yeah. really uncommon color. It's an, yeah, definitely an uncommon color. But that is the prettiest car. In my opinion, my my very humble opinion, that is the most beautiful car ever built in one of the most amazing colors that it came in. Unless you're going to get the Alitalia livery, obviously. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's a Stratos being auctioned by Stratos. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I, it was very confusing. Yeah. I like that car so much that it's actually, I have a credit card, you know, where you get to got to pick what was on it, the picture. Yeah. And it's a picture of a Stratos, yeah. Are you going to bid? No. But if you're one of the first, you can say, "Hey, I, I bid twenty grand on it." No, I, I you guarantee get. you, they they uh, check your bank account. Oh, <laughs> right, like they val they've got to validate. They, yeah, they the, do have to have some sort of validation. Yeah, for so they're they're going to tell me to pound sand, which is fine. That's fine. I'll just get a model of one or something. We we took uh, a couple years back. Race and I went to uh, Scottsdale for all the auctions. So for like Barrett Jacks and all that stuff, and uh, Grayson was maybe what do you think six? Five? five or six maybe yeah probably five it was before he was in school and uh he tried bidding on a ford gt because he thought Jeanette needed one yeah well who doesn't need yeah one? well Dude, luckily, the, the new heritage gt looks rad the so ford- they're do- they're doing a special edition of the ford gt that's a um yeah it's, it's like a, it's a tribute it's black and white it's the last year of production too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 2022 is yeah. the last model year for that but uh, yeah, so luckily for Barrett Jackson, Grayson wasn't a registered bidder, and he didn't have a paddle or anything, but he did raise his hand, and, and the auctioneer pointed at him and laughed and just kept going. That's pretty funny. It was it was pretty nice, because otherwise, you know, I think he had raised his hand at about 160K on a Ford GT. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So the uh, the heritage editions uh, half a million dollars uh, is what they're selling them for. I can't remember how many they're m- making, but it's not very many. Yeah, that's not a terrible price considering the car the the base GT is starting right around like that four hundred k. Yeah, they're about four three ninety nine something yeah. like that. Yeah, my buddy Carl has one, and uh, luckily for not luckily, but I mean Carl's one of those guys that he drives everything he has. Yeah. So he had a uh, two thousand three Ford GT. And he picked it up with, I think it said, maybe 11 miles on the odometer. Uh-huh. And he had 37,000 miles on it when he got rid of it. So, I mean, he, he puts miles on it. It's not like he's commuting daily in it. But, I mean, instead of those people that just park the car in the garage and never do anything with it. Yeah. He he took it he took it to his high school reunion in Colorado. Oh, that's cool. He, oh, that's a road trip in that. Yeah, yeah. He, he road trips it and he drives it around. And he actually, he sold it to uh, Doug DeMuro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that car. Okay. It's that yeah, car. yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. Yep. There's uh I just I think it looks so cool in the black and white and it's I mean it's a throwback to an old livery, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and some of those heritage things are, are kind of doing it the right way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a lot of cars that are kind of going I guess on their way out in 2022 like the uh, Acura NSX. They're doing the uh NSX. It did not do well. It did not sell very no. well, but it's uh 2022 will also be its last year yep. and they introduced a, a unique color. And I've seen two original nsx's within the last week and i know they're different cars because one was red yeah. which is kind of what you think of when you think of an nsx the other one silver oh very yeah. very rare do you see a silver one we saw one at cars and coffee yeah it might have been the same one uh like black or like it was a dark oh a different color yeah Got different it. color okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we we've see, we see them from time to time my, my buddy has a black one and then uh yeah I, between the between the new NSX and the old NSX, like I kind of like the Countach thing. I, I kind of prefer the older one. Yeah, I think I don't like the new NSX phys- uh, from a visual point of view for sure. They're bringing back the Integra. Did you see that? Yeah, that was a, that was a big surprise from Car Week last week. Was that they did this drone debut, and so they had these drones doing this synchronized show, and they all had lights on them, so it spelled out Integra in the dark, and Wait, it had I like think a little silhouette. The Olympics? Kinda. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what that thing actually looks like. From what they've said or from what I've read, it's something like possibly based on the Civic platform. Which would make sense. Right. Yeah. But and it'll that, be interesting to see what it looks like if yeah. it's well, they have that. Only. There's one photo, like one teaser photo, just kind of the logo. It looks like it's debossed into a car or embossed. Yeah, it's right under the headlight. It's like yeah. a, a close-up shot of like a single headlight right. and then the logo in the and front didn't bumper. The, didn't the... Didn't the original one have that in the Same bumper too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's kind of the throwback. Yeah, that's why it felt it felt like that. Um, yeah, which is cool. Lamar ended today. It did. Yep, Toyota won two. Um, uh, kind of unremarkable, if you ask me. Well, yeah, they won last year, and like nobody was competing against them. So it was yeah, kind of well, like the fault. The, the, yeah, the first they, they're the first Japanese manufacturer to win since Mazda. Yep. to win at Lamar. Which, in my opinion, was really unremarkable because every other manufacturer had pulled out, out when they yeah. won that year. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, but next year, I think, isn't that the year where the... Hypercar's next year. Yes. So the Peugeot Batmobile. That thing is so freaking cool. There's going to be some interesting racing going on because yep. it's kind of... It's it looks like a Batmobile. Yeah. It's not really called the Batmobile. It's just what I've decided to call it because it looks Peugeot like... Peugeot makes if, a hypercar? Huh? Peugeot makes a hypercar? Well, they're going to. For, for, for the Yeah, for or the racing. For, not for F1, but yeah, for racing, for, yeah. For Fiowek. But the um, the really cool thing, too, so you've got that. You've got Glickenhaus. Uh, yep. Glickenhaus, I think, finished 4 or 5 this morning, which is damn impressive for the first time. Yeah, and this is a, a basically a, a small, privately funded yeah. kind of racing venture. Yeah, it's, and they 
build stuff out of a shed in New York or something, basically. Yep. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I was following along with the build and stuff like that. It definitely has that much more of a grassroots feel. I mean, yeah. obviously, Glickenhaus has money because he can build his own race team. I don't know what the car. guy does. I don't know really anything about him. He's got money. Well, yeah, obviously. Because he's got that Ferrari P4 or 5 that he had commissioned by Ferrari. So they built him like a unique Ferrari just for him. And then he kind of started dabbling and doing other things and started building other stuff. So it's... Oh, film. Really? Yeah, film producer. But isn't a film producer basically just somebody with a ton of money? Like, that's not how you make money. That's just something... Well, no, you, you make money off of that. So he's a like a producer, financer, director. Um, apparently, he wouldn't... I mean, you if you're a producer, you're making a film, and then you're getting some of the profit. Yeah. So yeah, he's making money. But I always figured, like, the, the people that are producers start off with a bunch of money... Because they can finance the film, and then maybe maybe he was a director first. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know how it works, but he uh, he's been involved in a lot of stuff. He was involved. Have we with... seen anything he's done? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, because um, it's not like it's, he's like a household name in Hollywood in terms of like, oh, I know, you know, Scorsese wants more. Director, no, but... yeah, for sure. I mean, he's it was definitely kind of small or different sort of films. Uh, let's see, like Jackie Chan, The Protector. And older stuff, dude. Okay. Like, we're talking the 70s, maybe through the 90s. He was in, yeah, a lot of weird crap. But, I mean, yeah, stuff you've probably seen. The Exterminator in 19... <laughs> 1980? I've never seen that. No, that's, that's not checking any boxes. No. Well, yeah, it's fine. So he's got a bunch of money and he does that. Must be tough. Uh, yeah, it must be very tough, <laughs> uh, Okay, what other car stuff? Oh, uh, uh, Toyota announced today. Day or yesterday, recently at any rate, that they will cut production by 40%. Yeah, I think it's both. There, there's like multiple factors here. One is the the chip shortage. Right. But the other one is also COVID. They've had some outbreaks at some of their factories. So they're kind of just shutting down for like two weeks. Um, yeah, the, the to... deal about that is that, um, yeah, I mean, they, they are shutting down. But I mean, 40% is pretty drastic. And we've already seen really bad like car prices, right? So... Um, the, there's a dealer and I can't speak to where they are off the top of my head, but they have a TRD. So somebody had on one of the TRD forums had posted the, the picture. Yeah. Well, they had, no, they not even the picture. Oh. They had emailed the dealer cause they've got a, a 20, I guess that would be a 2022 coming in. Right. Um, and they wanted a quote and it's a TRD pro and which is a $60,000, I think it's sticker price, like 59,000. The dealer sent back a quote, $89,000. That's insane. $89,000. have a $20,000 markup on it. And you know what's even worse? What's that? They'll get it. But why? Like, that's the thing. Is like, I can't understand. How desperate do you have to be to spend $30,000? I don't understand $30, I wouldn't over. pay a $10 markup on a car. I would walk away. Yeah. I, speaking of markups, there was a picture I saw on the internet of a 2021 Mercedes G-Wagon. Yeah. That was sold as used. So it might oh, have been used? Well, it might have been because it was a dealer loaner or something. Oh, got it. Okay. Or maybe they put it as used because it has an insane dealer markup. They're asking $330,000. What sticker on it? Do you know? It's probably got to be maybe just over 150. Yeah, maybe 150 okay. if it's well optioned. So basically doubling the price. Damn. And what? they'll get it. I, get, I bet you they get it. I bet I 100% almost guarantee you they'll get it. See, that's the thing that's so frustrating is because you hope they just sit on it, right? And you just go, nobody's going to be that stupid to buy it. Yeah. Sadly, there usually is somebody oh, yeah. that dumb. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like with the Forerunner, somebody's going to be desperate. They have to have it today. 
And all these people, there's a bunch of people that keep like selling their cars and then they, they're screwed because they go to buy something even used. You can't get anything. Yeah. Like we talked about, I think I got a, I just for fun got a quote on the, the, the selling the forerunner. Oh, you did? Yeah. Just to see what it would be. They offered me like 44 grand. That's more than I paid for it. <laughs> would you come out ahead even with all the stuff no, you've done to it? No. Yeah. I would be hosed. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the things when you start doing aftermarket goodies, you won't get it back. But the fact that you're already getting more than the car is worth. Well, in this climate, if there's some, if I could probably get my money back out of it, if I just sold it correctly yeah. to the right group. But then what would you get to replace it without well, that's getting. that's the thing, right? Yeah. And th- no, I'd have to get, well, I'd be back on hunting for a Bronco or something. And that's not something I want to do. No, because the Bronco, they, they've had issues with the top. The tops, yeah. There's yeah. thousands of them sitting. Every single one that has a removable top has to be replaced. Yeah. Any, the removable hard top, I guess. Right, removable hard top. Yeah, it's got like the color color molded uh, finish or whatever, and apparently the color isn't working, and you actually can see some of the inner layers of the construction of it. It's, it's kind of a weird issue, but it's, it's basically supposed to be a color-impregnated top. Yeah, there's something, too, about uh, leaks were an issue, apparently. Oh, I, didn't I, think see that. I think they fixed that maybe pretty quick. Yeah, it, it is kind of tough. I mean, launching a new car in the middle of a pandemic when you right. have like supply constraints right. and then you have this insane demand. Yeah, it's just a little bit of everything. It's, it's kind of nutty. It'd be a Bronco or I get maybe a Land Rover. But those are by the time you option what you would want, they're like 100 grand. Yeah, well, on the Land Rover, it's already unreliable to begin with. So it's no different. Oh, uh, they're so freaking cool. I love the new one. My my buddy just got a Land Rover. Uh, I guess it's the one ten, the short wheelbase. Yeah, the two door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one ten? Yeah, yeah, the one thirty is a long one. Yeah. So he got the one ten as a as a press loaner, and he was going to take it for a weekend camping trip, and he folded because it it's and it broke. No, no, it's a oh. two door. Yeah, and but it's got four. It's got two rows, so the the right, rear, right. there are rear seats. Yeah, he folded the rear seats down. It's the most impractical spot. You can't. The seats don't fold flat. Right. There's this weird. Um, bar that goes across between the uh, the wheel wells, so it doesn't have a flat loading floor. You couldn't oh, slide weird. anything in there. Yeah. So he said, "Fuck this! I'm just going to take my Montero and yeah. just take that because that was way more practical of a vehicle." But the whole point of the trip was to actually take this 110 out and explore it. Yeah, and see which what it can do right. Uh, and that that's really disappointing to hear because I think they look fantastic. The they're offering in the UK like kind of one of those like builders specials like they used to do with the old ones where there is no back and in, no interior and stuff oh, in the wow. back okay. and they're way more practical yeah. um but you can't get them here unfortunately like anything cool i wonder why that is i would imagine it has to do with demand you don't have when you can get a true a seventeen thousand dollar f-150 nobody's gonna buy, buy that one, yeah because yeah, it's just not they're just too because i was gonna too, say i wonder if it's money. i wonder if it's like a chicken tax thing because they have to have seats in the inside right like two rows or whatever so oh, if, if oh, it's yeah. shipped over just with but it's not a truck does that apply to SUVs or just pickups? I don't know. I don't know what the distinction is. Uh, between an SUV and a pickup? Well, what the federal distinction is. Oh, yeah, yeah, is. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. what it is, you know, from conversationally, but right. I mean, the government has some sort of mandate that specifies this is the difference between a truck. Yeah. Well, I and refer a car. to my Forerunner as a truck a lot. Because, like, the Subaru Brat had the seats in the rear bed to get around the yeah, chicken tack. Right. So it was a truck, but it had the extra row of seats. Yeah. So yeah. whatever that line is, I don't know. And the, that's weird that Utes are coming back. Sort of. I mean, I would I would say a Ridge, the Ridge line, line and a... The, the Maverick? Yeah. The, the Ford Maverick. Right. And then the... Um, oh, the, the Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai, right. I Santa would, Cruz. I would say the Santa Cruz is more like a Ute than a pickup truck. True. I haven't seen one on the road. I haven't seen one on the road either. But I mean, in looks, anyways. Yeah. I've heard they're decent. 
they're fine for what they are. I, yeah. I think it's 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 it'll fit the needs of more Americans than what trucks do. Because I mean, so much of the truck purchases are just more for perception or that one time a use yeah. year use case versus right. the daily in and out usage. Yes, that is that is very correct. Um, I, I don't know. I guess you're not you're not going to haul a four by eight sheet of plywood in it. But how often are you hauling a four by eight sheet of plywood? I do like every day. Yeah, when you're in, you're doing new siding on your apartment and yeah. just no, I skateboard don't. ramps. I haven't, I haven't had a had to carry a sheet of plywood like that in forever. And even if I did, at this point, I'd probably just have Home Depot rip it for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you get the first cut for free, or it's twenty five cents a cut. Something so stupid. Yeah, just get it cut in the rough dimension you need, and then you can fit it in the car without a problem. Yeah, this top was ripped on a router. Oh, a CNC router. There you go. Yeah, so fancy. I had my brother in law do it for me. Mostly, I got the wood from him oh the table we this is a custom table this yeah is, and everybody knows. ryan's like, pointing to the table that this yeah. podcast is happening at right so yeah. someday when we're famous you're gonna hand it down no i'm gonna get a, we'll get like a real table studio oh maybe i don't know i, I don't know what the future holds yeah, but Gray, then you know Grayson's i'll, liking this table. I'll he's auction got his, this one off he's got his head down on it yeah, he's <laughs> napping over there whatever he's doing is this what you do in class grayson no grayson started school last week so he's he's Kicking off sixth grade, he's he's got the first week done. Yeah, a bunch of kids are going back. It's crazy early. Yeah, it is. But it's it's the new normal for Californians, though kind of the way it's been for other states. Yeah. And it's mainly just because of high schoolers and the AP test. By starting school oh, really? early, they have more time to prepare for the AP test. So schools that start later, there's less prep time and their AP scores are impacted accordingly. That's dumb. So basically the reason why we have this early mid-August start date is to be on the same page as East Coast schools that do the same thing. I like it. So that way the kids have enough time to prepare for this. enough pressure on kids as it is, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So all that, what is that, standardized testing crap? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the, the advanced placement testing is giving high school students college credits for passing their courses. Oh. So it... It isn't that smart. A little bit of work, but it would save you whatever you know the the, the cost of the the course in college would Got be. Got it. Right. But if you're going to a junior college, it's saving you what seventeen bucks. I mean, it's like, oh, dude, I don't even know. I I have to imagine that colleges are way more expensive than that these days. I think it's like last time I checked, I want to say it was like seventeen bucks a credit. Are you gonna go take a? Every once in a while, I'll, I'll look at taking a class just if it's something interesting. I'm mean, not working on like a certificate or anything, but just, oh, yeah. you know, oh, that looks like fun. I'll take that. Underwater basket weaving. Maybe. Maybe it's like a ceramics class. Yeah, or... I was just going to say pottery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we totally divert from the car thing, the Rimac Bugatti deal is kind of interesting. Was so, there new news? No, but I just there, I, I saw a quote. Uh, basically, they, they were asking what's going to happen with the Bugatti. And he basically said, I don't know, maybe we'll do something insane. Well, he kind of has to because, I mean, if he screws up, he's... Well, I mean, like, they'll build something crazy, right? It's going to be like an electric Bugatti that's going to have, like, another 1,400 horsepower. It's kind of what the direction is potentially. I would think so. Towards, that's which what, would be super rad. Because that's in line with what Remax's already doing. Yeah. So, so it'd, be, it'd be really cool to see how those two, that kind of merger happen. Or what, not the merger, but the... Combination of technology. Yeah, exactly. Because you have this W16 that's putting out, like, 1,200 horsepower. You combine that with a hybrid drivetrain, they can put out another thousand horsepower. Could you have like a two thousand horsepower plus supercar? Yeah, Good. They've got. Um, there's an, uh, another thing I saw. I, I don't know who's doing it, so don't ask. But it, it's basically like a '68 looking Mustang. Oh, with yeah, 
And it looks, I think it looks cool. And the, uh, is it's, it's, it's being electrified. So that's kind yeah. of the thing it is now. Is but the interior is really cool. They're going to build 50 of them. And the way they did the inside is pretty rad. I, I, I don't know. I like it. But that's also, my first car was a 67 Mustang. So I'm partial to 67, 68 GT500. And it's got that kind of GT500 KR look to it. So, you know, if you like those things. Yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see those things out in the wild and see how they go. Because, I mean, whenever, it, it's it's odd when you kind of go the, the rest of mod, the rest of mod, route or you kind of doing this throwback thing like i went to the new york auto show a couple years back and they had taken a bunch of the new camaros and sort of rebodied them and turned them into firebirds with the screaming chickens on yeah them. yeah that's uh there was a company that was doing that right yeah yeah and, and i don't think they that, is that company even around anymore i don't know that's the thing is like they used to build a bunch of other stuff too sorry there there was they i remember the company they did a bunch of other ones too but when you see the car you're like okay i see what you're trying to do there and it's just like but all right. And I don't know if obviously they didn't sell a ton because if they did, they probably would still be around. But yeah, I don't remember if they're actually gone. But um, I think, I mean, if you're if you're doing if you're electrifying 50 Mustangs with kind of this this vintage appeal, but at the same time, this this modern performance thing, it 50 seems feasible. But like back in the day, like, um, yeah, my, my buddy and I used to do uh, automotive electronics and so we we worked on a couple of the uh, the Foos coupes. Oh, okay. That Chip Foos built, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he designed. And the original production numbers were supposed to be like, I want to say a hundred, and then it, they they moved the goalposts to like seventy, and then to like fifty. And I don't even know how many were actually ultimately built and sold, but the original goal when they introduced the car was never achieved. So this '68 Mustang electric mustang with you know 50 units yeah it'll it probably might go yeah. i mean who i knows? think the hard like the hard thing is that you you're appealing to some, well especially with like the the chip foose's car and then um i don't know if you've watched rust to riches on netflix i've seen at all. it before but so I, that the latest season spoiler alert if anybody's watching it i really don't care if i ruin this for you he decides to build his own car and like has a company come out and they, they keep calling it a prototype. They based it on a uh, old Corvette chassis. Okay. Um, anyways, he has a company come out and 3d scan it so they can design the body and all this stuff. And it is ugly as hell, but it's also like you're designing something so specific that now you basically just rebodied a Corvette in a really gaudy way. Like, <sighs> like will I am. So yeah, will I am is then a couple and of his things. DeLorean ruination. But that he claims is nothing like the DeLorean, but looks just like a DeLorean. Isn't it just a DeLorean that he screwed up? So speaking of screwing up cars, yeah. yesterday, Grace and I went to Cars and Coffee. And so in Southern California, it was unusually wet. Yeah, it was raining. It was, yeah, heavy drizzle. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I got uh, Thursday, I believe it was. I it, got caught on the in the rain on the motorcycle. Like, it, rain. Enough but, to make yeah, me wet. Yeah, but it was a nice change of pace. But So we went to Cars oh, yeah. and Coffee, and so the crowd was a lot smaller. Yeah. Usually there's like 600 cars in attendance and maybe it was 300 by the time we were there. But they had what I saw at first glance looked like a Volvo P1800. It was actually a Corvette. C a C5 Corvette with a Volvo P1800 front and rear end grafted into the bodywork. And it was an interesting abomination. Like it's well, it was well done. But why? But yes. And so we talked to the owner. So I yeah. was smart to not say who, anything. Who made it? The guy that this guy bought it from. Okay. So the, the guy that he bought it from was a, a fabricator. And he actually did a really good job in building this. But all you can think about is 
Why? Why? Well, well done crap is still crap. Yes. Right. Why would you merge a Volvo with a Corvette? Like the P1800, I think, is one of the best looking Volvos. Oh, yeah. It's an awesome looking atypical Volvo because it doesn't look like a shoebox with wheels. Yeah, yeah. It's so gorgeous. It's really good looking. That silver one that's in my neighborhood is amazing. And then the C5 Corvette, it's a fine car. Is it? It's it's amazing how many of them you can find for cheap because a lot of people bought them, sat on them, expecting to make money on them. Right. And then they just didn't hold their value because there was bajillions of them made. Right. So he had them both grafted together. And this dude somehow liked it enough that he wanted to go out and buy it. So he's considering offers or trades, but it's he's it's one of one. And he calls it the Volvette. No. Yes. No. That, that, that sounds dirty. Yes. Uh, it was intriguing. Did he give you, like, did he kind of give you a hint of what he would want for it? I didn't even bother asking because I didn't want to chuckle. I think you should have asked. I'm just, you I know, have his phone number. We, we, we can text him. Why it's, do you it, have his phone number? Because it was oh, on, the, it's little, on the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a little sign. Is his name Jim? Yes. Nice. Yep. Jim in the 949. He's huh. going to consider offers or trades. What would you take a trade? Oh, man. Yeah, what would you want for that? You'd have to get something else weird, right? Like a... No, I'm thinking like a no. Saab with like a Ford Coyote swap or something. <laughs> An XR4 Ti with yeah. a... With a rotary engine. Just yeah. like some Just something weird... weird. An yeah. electric swapped RX7. An all wood 34 Ford. Oh. Like literally made out of wood. There was a car show I went to... Uh, in a place that no it was well it was in oregon i was trying to remember the venue but at any rate it doesn't at matter at the museum no, at no, 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 no. The, okay it was in a like a, a fairground type okay. setting but <laughs> this guy literally made a wood an all wood hot rod i've seen a couple of cars like that over the years There's, there I was one i saw recently it was a all wood ferrari yeah the wood Ferrari. Yeah, but it would weigh like a ton because oh, yeah. wood is surprisingly heavy. It's really heavy. And the guy, like everything, he had wood valve covers. Yeah. That's... The air cleaner was made out of wood. The body was wood. Everything was wood. Yeah. You ever see those like... It's we... a weird word when you say it a lot. Wood. Wood. Yeah. When you scroll through like Instagram or you, you click on the magnifying glass and you get those suggested posts or whatever. There you was the, one I was... The search function? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not searching for anything. You just click on the search. Yeah, and it yeah, just yeah, yeah, shows yeah. you stuff you, yeah. it think you like. I got one of these weird video montages that I don't know the purpose of it, but it's clearly done overseas, um, somewhere Asian. Yeah. I don't know where, but the dude builds a wooden Lamborghini for his kid. Oh, I saw that. And, and it's you're just really janky like, in some parts. Yeah. Like in some parts, you're like, all right. And then the other parts, you're like, oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say really weird. It's completely weird. Yeah. But you're watching this video, and it's literally like a two-minute time suck. You're just watching going, it's kind of like watching a, a car accident. You're yeah. Like, what happens next? Yeah. How does he do that? And, you're like, and a lot of why? 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 <laughs> yeah. Why? Why are you doing this? Please stop. Yeah. But, and, yeah. And then you see it, it ends up being like a, a basically like a, a Fisher Price, like a Power Wheels for the, for his kid. Right. But he sits in it next to him, so it's like it's a decent size. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty big. There's people, people build all kinds of weird stuff. I do find it impressive that there's two things that I do think is kind of cool is when people build very, very, very small working versions of things like engines and stuff. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, and then when people build like they're like, screw it, I can't afford a Lamborghini, so I'm just going to build one. Right. And it looks the part. Yeah. The one I'm thinking of is the guy that built it in his basement, like in New York, and he built this amazing Lamborghini. Then he actually had to disassemble his basement wall to get it, to get out. it out. Oh, that's crazy. But the car looked really well. Right. 
done. Because, I mean, some of these ones where it's a kit car and it's based on a Pontiac Fiero, you can, yeah, it's, it's off. This guy built it from scratch, tube chassis and everything, and it was really well done. I saw a guy that built a replica of the Tumblr. Oh, the, the, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. The, from the newer, like the Nolan. Yeah. What's that? Nolan? Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan, yeah, from yeah. those. Wow, that was a space cadet. <laughs> um, th- there's actually another thing that's in miniature that would appeal to the car people. There's an Instagram account that I follow that's engines built out of Lego, really small. So and we, people commission them. They're like, oh, I want a K20 or whatever. Yeah, Grace and I follow a couple of different Instagram uh, like, like Lego automotive Instagrammers and just looking yep. at them and trying to figure out some of them will post the instructions on how to build it. And so we found one, Grayson wanted to build a Miata. So we looked it up, we found some instructions online and we start building it, except we didn't have the key chassis piece that we needed to do. It. And so we're oh. like, ah. well, you can order it from the internet. And so I think that's what we're going to do is we're going to try to figure out if we can just order the parts that we need to build. But the hard part is, is when you have a huge bucket of loose pieces and tracking down, Right, tracking down all the pieces you do have to figure out what you don't in right. order to buy what you need. Uh, 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 Bricklink? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, I know we can go that route. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty it, affordable. Yeah. yeah. It would. I would also be a fan. I mean, it, it would take more work, I guess, for the, the builder. But some of these guys that are actually providing the instructions sometimes will actually provide Yeah, they do kits. A kit. Yeah, yeah. So you can just buy everything and right. be done with it. The... Uh, I, I think I told you about it, that like this app. So I finally used. There's an app that I have where you can scan your what like what's in your pile and it'll suggest things yeah, to yeah. build. Yeah, it's stupid. Every single one of them is like a penis. No, it's like a tower, a crappy duck. But also, you only have three quarters of the pieces. It's like, why would you even <laughs> suggest that? Then it was it was kind of cheese. Maybe I'll go back and revisit it. But is the app? Does the app have ads? Like, is the whole point? No, is no, no, no. There's no ads. ads. No, there's no ads. No, no ads. I, I, I don't even know what it's called. Brick it. Brick it. B-R-I-C-K-I-T. Okay, at least they didn't do some weird, clever spelling or dropping a vowel no. or something like all the cool apps do. And, you know, I mean, I guess if you have Lego, you can download it and choose or decide for yourself, yeah. right? So, remember a long time ago we talked about non-alcoholic beer and whether it was kid-friendly? I was actually going to just talk about booze in general, so good, good bringing that one up. Yeah, so we'll segue into non-alcoholic, and then we'll go into alcohol. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Jeanette subscribes to one of those box memberships like it's fab fit fun or something like that we fab fit fun it's one of those things where you subs- i know what you're talking about subscribe yeah. and every a- every two months they send you a box full of stuff uh-huh. and so this one is it's more like uh cosmetics and like uh just women's apparel or yeah. like lifestyle accessories like candles and crap so in in this month's box that jeanette got it came with a can of Heineken Zero. Oh, so that was coincidence. Is like, it Heineken Zero? It's 0.0, 0 so it's on the label. Heineken Gross. Heineken Zero. Yeah. So it was in a tiny kid-sized can. Well, it's funny that you got that. I thought you went out and bought it. No, because I don't know where I would find such a si- tiny little can. It was, I just assumed that that's the size that they would come in, because nobody wants to drink more than that. It looks like the perfect size to go in a kid's lunchbox. That's pretty funny. And so, Like of a course, mini cola? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was maybe eight ounce that's instead so of like a 12 ounce yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. So we threw it in the fridge, got it ready, and Grayson, what do you think of the Heineken 0.0? You going to say Tastes normal, I guess. It tastes, tastes normal, normal, which is a strange statement. So, what do you mean by normal? Well, because he spends it's time like, with my well, yeah. dad. It doesn't really taste. Does it taste like, like it's beer? Not fizzies, basically. But does it just taste like normal beer? Is what you're saying? Mm, I don't know. 
Huh. So, yeah. It doesn't really change it. The fact that my 11-year-old is like, it tastes normal. Yeah. So so he's had beer. He's had beer. Yep. Apparently, he's had Heineken because he knows the difference between... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting it is from. Is that your dad's fault? Yes. I, I yeah, it, uh, it's grandpa's fault. Yeah, it's that here have have a sip or here here's the last of the bottle. You can drink whatever's in the bottom, which is the worst. Yeah, when when I was a kid, uh, I want to say one of my uncles. If I got him a beer, I would get a you know he'd give me a little sip, sip. of it, and then I my dad t- told me I think my mom maybe told me the story where I got dropped off at my grandparents and I kept asking him for beer. Oh, nice. My, yeah. my dad was always the one, same thing. He's like, oh, here, have a sip of this. And right. my dad growing up was Budweiser. That was what he had in the house. And I think because of my dad being the way he is, that's the reason why I hate Colombian coffee and I hate Budweiser or I hate beer in general. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm okay with beer now, but like that whole like underage drinking thing, never cared for it just because it just tasted like ass because... Mm. All those childhood memories were bad beer. Yeah. yeah, you know, if he'd given me something I'd liked, I guess I would have been in much bigger trouble. Right. But yeah, well, he, maybe he knew. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he, but he doesn't even drink Budweiser now. He's he's moved on to like better saying. beers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He knew. So it's but, like if you, if I give you crappy beer, you won't care. But that's what he stocked his fridge with. So yeah, it wasn't man, like I'm just he, he was that. suffering along with me. Yeah, that's true. The uh, well, then talking about actual stuff that's good. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I can say I, I think we can comfortably say the Heineken 0.0 is kid tested, kid, <laughs> kid approved. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know if <clears throat> this is not an endorsement. Can we put it in the lunchbox and send him to school with it? It's not alcoholic. I don't. I mean, I don't know what would happen. Yeah, I, that's the whole weird thing. Like, I, I don't even like legally. I don't. I don't know. It's non-alcoholic, so it's just fizzy pops water. Yeah, I think that. The, I think the okay, next flat hops water. I think the next thing we need to try is ordering it in a restaurant. If they'll serve it to them in a restaurant, then we know I guess it's good. I have a feeling they won't. I, of course, you have to find a restaurant that actually Saint has Polly's girl, non-alcoholic beer. Duels. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. Yeah, I see it on the menu all the time. You see it on the menu, but how old is that bottle or can got to be? I don't think turnover oh, I mean, is I, a I thing. I don't think it's, in this case, really a consideration. It shouldn't you ever, matter. You ever walk into a restaurant and see non-alcoholic beer on tap? No, that would be... <laughs> A waste of a tap. How awesome would that be? You, get, you throw like a kegger and you just get like a keg of non-alcoholic beer. But don't tell anybody. Yeah, I watch everybody fake being drunk. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> that was a movie uh, or a TV show that mom watched. That was like the show about like geeks and like. Oh yeah, freaks and geeks. It, it was a it uh, was yeah. a plot point. Yeah. One of the episodes. Yeah, yeah I have to. The sister was frowning a party and there was a whole keg full of beer and the the brothers and his uh, two friends got a whole. Uh, keg of fake beer. Uh, non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you, I guess, is fake beer. Yeah, well, you know, I guess. It's not really fake. It's not really. But, I mean. But Yeah, I know what you mean. By the yes. definition of what you want from a beer, it's definitely not beer. Yes. Uh, so, so, I was at the store, and I did not know these existed. Uh, Knob Creek pre. Pre-mixed? Uh, wow, there pre- you go. Pre-mixed. Okay. Um, uh, old-fashioned. Really? And it's good. Is it in a can? No, it's in a really nice glass bottle. It's a three three seventy five, I think, or a th- Not three seventy five milliliter. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's really, really good, and it's dangerous. What goes in an old fashioned? Isn't it just uh, booze, bitters? Yeah. I'm gonna look up and see what yeah. old fashioned ingredients are. I I make them, and you ask me, and I immediately forget. But I, it was really cool. It's uh. You know, I, I'd never seen it. It's bourbon, bitters, and sugar in club soda. Yeah, that. Soda club. 
So interesting. Yeah. But so they then they have a bunch of different ones. Like they had margarita, which gross. Uh, at least I think gross because I don't like tequila. But they had other different pre-mixed cocktails that were all pretty high-end kind of stuff. I yeah. thought was cool. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's OTR. On the Rocks. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a sub-brand for... They have it at Albertsons. 11 bucks. Yeah, which for, for the amount... I for mean, you three yeah. four drinks out of that. Yeah. You know? OTR Knob Creek Old Fashioned. Yeah, there you go. On the Rocks. It's, and they have others, too. It's 88 cents a fluid ounce. Uh, it's cheaper than the bar because the bar would cost you 15 bucks for one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I made that up. Well, 12 with, bucks. with tip or something. Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're not that far off. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So there you go. OTR. Um, I... I was trying to think of the it is kind of interesting seeing the, the differences with or i don't know about differences but the the new product ideas that are coming up around alcohol so like seeing like basic the the adult versions of otter pops yeah with, well a lot of like uh like the <clears throat> seltzer spirit sales are up but yeah. like not like beer and beer sales and things are down that's why seltzers are really popular um actual spirits are, are making a pretty big comeback because these younger folks don't want to um don't want to drink beer as much, which I think is sad. <laughs> yeah, beer in my house gets used more for cooking than anything else. Um, really? What are you cooking with it? Jeanette likes to make cookies and like baked goods with them. Hmm. The the beer, the yeast in the beer helps make uh, really moist cookies. I have used a um, uh, used Guinness and made a Guinness ice cream once, and it was really good. Did the ice cream do anything other than, or did the Guinness do anything other than just flavor? Just flavor, but like it was, giving it the Guinness flavor, not so much like changing the yep. the moisture. I think it's the ice cream. It's yeah, they have, dude. So they have old fashioned. They've got an aviation, which is a drink with something in it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they do a mai tai, a Cosmo, a jalapeno pineapple margarita, a regular margarita. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've picked up, a, like, some of the pre-mixed, like, uh, jalapeno margarita mix and stuff like that, because Jeanette likes a, a spicy drink. So we do have oh, some Oh, Aviation's a gin cocktail. That's right. That's what it is. That's the uh, Ryan R- Reynolds. That's his whole Aviation gin. He's the... Oh, yeah. They use Larios gin. Yeah. Oh. And it's all, like, premium stuff. So. Yes. I mean, Knob Creek's a good bourbon. No, yeah. It's a good brand. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. I had to look it up because I was curious. So from alcohol, let's talk about pot. I had to buy some. I pots? Went, <laughs> yes. Oh, pots. Like, what? Yeah, pots are expensive. So like Clay we, pots? Uh, I don't know. Plastic pots? No, what they're, are they they're, made they're, out of? They're, they're clay, Pepper pots? Yeah. From Marvel? They're, uh, yeah, we, we bought two pots because redoing the front yard landscaping all stuff. And so we wanted to have a a a planter a mm. container yeah by the front door and the one over oh it's like a decorative pot not just like a yeah yeah i mean it's it's they're That's, functional but there's there's they're decorative because they have colors and shapes and stuff and yeah. so uh well of course they're fun they're, they're yeah but i'm yeah. saying they're not like a black plastic right not the not the stuff that you would pick up at a target yeah, or yeah, like at a home yeah. depot or something like that and so we picked up two planters and then two spheres that are just kind of more decorative just Does, to, do they have holes for stuff? Uh, the spheres could be, but they're they're designed just to be like a. It looks like a like a a polished globe. Oh, I like, see. So like in yeah. the because we, we're gonna have a rock put down, so it'll just sit in the rock bed. Yeah. But two two planters and two globes was three hundred and 
50 bucks Walmart? What are they made out of? Nothing but clay. That's crazy. Yeah, and I can't figure out, like, I'm, and it's always fascinating when you look at this stuff, you're like, okay, what's the profit margin on this stuff? I figure the most expensive part of this has to be the shipping, the freight. Right. Because the, the raw materials isn't all that much. Labor might be a decent amount. But, I mean, I mean if you're looking it's at It's got to be like a molded thing, though, right? It's not like they're hand-making those, are they? They're handmade to a certain extent because the finishes are hand-applied. Oh, okay. And then... But they're not, like... They're not putting the thing on a wheel and making it no, no. a pottery and, wheel. And both of ours were kind of squared off. But in looking at them, because of the shape, you can tell that that's not like a straight-up mold because there's some right. irregularities to the well, surface. Well, then they, they probably... Maybe the slabs and the cutting of the slabs are automated, and then they yeah it's, they slip glue them together or something. Maybe, but then the, the, yeah, gla- a pottery the glazes yeah I know <laughs> the, the, the glazes are, are unique and stuff. But they, they look really cool. They're they're totally cool. Where'd you get them? Uh, there's a place in San uh, San Juan Capistrano on oh, yeah. Ortega Highway. Yeah. You just drive down, and all of a sudden you see a whole bunch of pots on the side of the road. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And so we pulled in there, and there was a ton of pots. Yeah. And I'd never been there before, and they go up like halfway up this hillside. And so we were looking at some of these, and they had small arrangements. Well, I, I call them small uh, arrangements that had a bunch of succulents in them. Yeah. But the price tag was insane. It was like 800 bucks. You should get a, one of Sarah's tired plants. Yes, those the are tired cool. plants. We actually, when we saw Sarah, uh, she gave Grayson uh, a go kart tire, so we have just the the wheel that we can then turn into the pot. Yeah, but Grayson wants to fill it with fake plants, and I'm like, you, it's really hard to kind of kill a succulent, so we can go ahead and throw some real ones in there if you want. I uh, I think it's yeah, it's pretty cool. So for those of those those of those those for of those. those of those that don't know, uh, Sarah, who's been on the show before, she has a thing. She takes go kart tires and puts succulents in them. It's called Tired Plants. It's Tired Dot Plants on Instagram, and they're um, really cool. They're super super cool. I don't know, like she, I think she was thinking about maybe shipping or whatever, but definitely you can find her at car meets throughout Southern California selling them, and they're super awesome. Yeah. I have a black thumb, or I would probably get one. But the thing is, with succulents, like, I mean, we're not the, the greatest with plants either. I've killed one before. You basically just water it once, and then you wait till the soil gets really, really dry, and then you water it again. So if that's two weeks later, that's it. I mean, the only way you can kill a succulent is by overwatering it. So you have to make sure that the soil is dry. I just did the never water. That will also kill it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just noticed it was black one day. I was like, oh, and the saddest part of it was like the thing was by my front door. Oh, that's the problem. So they it's have not to be like. Outside. Well, no, it's not like I didn't see it. Right. I saw it every day. That's yeah. the point. But succulents need like something like 10 hours of sunlight. Oh, they can't be inside? No, I don't. They can, but they have to be like in a window where oh, they right. get enough sunlight. Right. And the way our, our the way the front of our house faces, like a lot of stuff just bakes out there. So that's yeah. why we went the drought tolerant succulent route just to uh, avoid having flowers die off. Because we, we've had the way our, our front landscaping is there's some hardscaping and then we have these two urns on either side of the front door. Yeah. And so we put live plants in there, but because the urns are kind of small and they're concrete, the concrete just absorbs the heat and it just radiates oh, heat right, on the plants. Right. So everything we put in there that's been alive has not survived. We had a couple of succulents that actually did okay, but succulents from a distance don't really show up too well because these are the ones that crept over the side of the the uh, pot and kind of droop down. Like an ice plant kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So we yanked them out and we've been sticking fake plants in there. And they look great and they hold up for a couple well, of years. fake grass. Might as well have fake plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finally got the fake grass put yeah, in. Yeah, so it's that, very green. That went down Thursday. Yeah, it's green, but when you look up close, there's a bunch of, it has the 
the undergrowth color. So it's got two or three different shades of green plus like the yellow right in it so up close it, it looks pretty good it would be funny if you got fake grass but then had you told them like but make p- patches of it look dead yeah, yeah fake urine stains or yeah. just cut it down and spray it dye it <laughs> that'd be awesome what they like, should they, totally realistic they could probably do it if you think about it, like you know they the hair the the spray hair color the spray hair dye where you can just like temporarily dye your hair yeah for like halloween just yeah. get that in yellow Oh, and, and like, just, oh, so like in Halloween time when you dress up the whole house, you can make yeah, the lawn can, look crappy. Yeah, and then just hose it off and you're good to go. That's so funny. Because basically the maintenance for the, the, the new lawn is you hose it and brush it. Oh, sorry, you brush it? Well, like a nylon brush. Like you use like a, like a, like a uh, push broom. What's the purpose? Just to fluff up the grass if you need to. I see. It's, it's not like you need to, but you it's just. a grass fluffer. Right, because you, you can't really use a metal rake. To rake the grass because you'll you'll grab oh, right. stuff so you can use like nylon. Brushes. Are those all like one panel, or is it? It's it came in a, the 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 grass is a fifteen foot wide roll. Yeah, then they sew it together. Or how do they do? They that? did a seam in the back just because they could have done it as a single piece, but then they would have had to buy another like seventy five square feet only for a small little piece. Uh-huh. So it was easier just to take a cut off of one section where the planter was and move it and do a seam back there. But it's literally like installing carpet. They have a carpet stretcher. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the, the, it, it's got a little knee pad and then it's got a little, uh, I mean, I know arm. what you're talking about. You put it on the ground, yeah, you kick like a, it with your knee. Yeah, you kneel or knee it. But you the, knee it. So, so it's stretched. How's it held down? Nails. They have actually, I just sl- assumed it would have just been set there. That's what I would have thought too, but yeah. it's, it's staked down. It's, it's like five inch galvanized nails all around the perimeter and then throughout the, the body of the, of and the, and you never lawn. have to pick it up and clean underneath it? No. Uh, the base is, is gravel. Uh-huh. Then decomposed granite, and then a, a weed cloth or a landscape cloth, whatever you want to call it, the barrier. Yeah. And then this, uh, the turf goes on top of it. They stake it down. They they get it, you know, cut the fit. Everything's in there. Then they put silica sand on top of the grass, and they have a a a gas powered rotating brush, uh-huh. like a spinning brush head, and it brushes the sand into the turf to help the sand or help the turf stand upright. Weird. Because. It came off a roll, so yeah, right, the, right. the grass is about two inches tall, uh-huh. so it wants to lean over. So by brushing it with the silica sand, it gets into the roots and right, it pushes and it up. It, yeah. So it's it's like when you do your hair, if you put the product at the at the root of your hair, you can get your hair to stand up easier, if you've ever styled your hair that way. I have. Yeah. So, like a mohawk? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's the same concept, basically, except you're using silica sand instead of DEP or That's whatever your hair product is. super interesting. What, what does it feel like to walk on? Pretty good. Yeah, it feels yeah. like grass. Texture-wise, it's pretty good. You uh, walked the, on it with your feet. Yeah, sat on it. The, huh. the only difference is, is it retains heat. So if you're sitting on well, it, yeah, because there's no soil, right, to cool. Well, yeah, and so if you're sitting on it on the hottest point of the day, it's warm, right. But if you spritz it with a hose and sit down on it, you're fine. But it's, now, it's, you've, now it's wet, which is not a problem. It's got drainage and everything built into it. No, no I'm saying like now you're sitting on wetness. I hate sitting on wet grass. That's the worst feeling. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be all that wet because you have the, again, it's it's warm. You yeah. spritz it, the water will evaporate, and then you well, sit down I, on I, it. I see. Okay, so you wait until it dries itself. There is some technology in there. I see. So we got the turf put in. Then the contractor, we're like, okay, when you can, because the less, last couple pieces are, because this project has been going on for a while right. now. So we've had some scheduling challenges because we've been traveling for work and for vacation and stuff. And he's had other jobs, and then he went on a family reunion, 
And then his mom ended up having a heart yeah, attack and all this drama. Yeah. yeah. Then he got stuck in Florida or something. Yeah, yeah. He was out of state. And so, anyways, so we're finally back on the same page. We're both, you know, we're, we're available. Let's move along. So finally on, on Thursday, yeah. turf gets put in. And then I'm like, all right, sweet. When are you guys doing the rock? And we're getting the concrete stained. When's that gonna happen? He's like, okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe Saturday morning. I'll, I'll give you a call. Yeah. So then Friday night, he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna come out. I got another job on Saturday morning. And we're like, dude. Like, we've been on this project since May. Yeah, it's You're, a while. It's been a while. Right. Like, can we just please wrap this up? He doesn't want to. He really likes you. Yeah, it may be it. But so anyway, so he was supposed to plant all the succulents and put in the, the weed barrier in the in the planter beds. But because he kind of blew us off for some other customer, we decided, all right, we'll do it ourselves. Right. And so we still owe him a little bit of money. So it'll be interesting when we talk to him next if that balance that we owe him changes because we did a majority of the work ourselves yeah. of the remaining work. So at this point, all he has left to do now is put the rock into place and then stain the concrete. But all the the landscape cloth, all the planting, because we planted about 30 plants today. Yeah. Where did you get them? From the nursery, obviously? Plant Depot. Plant Depot. It's a yeah. Place. And uh, one of these things is you don't think about, but plants are expensive if they're slow to grow, which seems obvious, but for some reason I never thought about it. No, that seems that makes sense. Right. Because it's much more investment. Right. For yeah. them, they yeah, have to right. maintain it. They have to water it. They have to take care of it for a lot longer. So, Pet Depot. Yeah. I don't know where. It's in, I think, San Juan Capistrano. So, Southern California, yeah. Southern Orange County, near the beach. Nice, beautiful. But they had a they have a great selection of succulents. And, uh, Succulents aren't cheap because they're slow growing. Mm. So like we had a cactus that was 60 bucks and then most of the plants were in that 20 to $40 range. And when you have 30 of them, it adds up pretty quickly. Yeah. So yeah, that's landscaping is expensive. Yeah. I mean, no matter how you look at it. And so we, we grab all the pots and then we just, we put them all in the yard, figuring out where they go. Yeah. And then we just left them out there. Yeah. And you're like, we have hundreds of dollars of plants just sitting in the front yard that anybody could technically just walk by. And I mean, anybody could technically walk by and take them when they're planted, too. So Yeah, that, that requires a bit more work. That's that's more effort to get it out of the you ground. You don't carry a spade around with you? In my back pocket. It's, yeah. it's part of my Leatherman. <laughs> that would be an awkwardly huge Leatherman. But it was, yeah, it was interesting. You're like, I have hundreds of dollars of plants, and somebody could just walk by and pick up a pot and walk off. I mean... The odds of that happening are slim to none, but yeah. it's just an odd thing to think about how Those much damn kids and their succulent thefts, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> the epidemic that's happening. Yeah. But it's just an odd consideration. You're like, there's money tied up in these into these items that are just sitting out there. Well, it's it's like the uh, you know all those French bulldogs are getting taken. Yeah, the dog napping. Yeah, which was actually so I was watching my sister's dog last night, and we went on a little two mile walk, and legitimately slightly worried. You thought you were well, yeah, right? Because she's a French, she's a She's a beautiful really dog. Really cute for that French bulldog. She's great. Penny's yeah. fantastic. But, I mean, that was a legit possibility. Yeah. You could I have guess. been like a Lady Gaga's dog walker and gotten capped and then robbed. Yeah. I mean, that's why I always go out of the house strapped with a nine. And you never take the same way back to the house. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I just, it was kind of weird. Like, you, I, I guess as I was walking, I was thinking about those stories and realized, like, why is this truck, like, driving super slow next to me? <laughs> like, you know, you just, yeah. unnecessary. But then you're paranoia. like, I'm in a residential neighborhood, so that's well, probably why. Yeah, well, it was by the college. Did they ask if you were wearing Bugle Boy jeans? Mm -mm. No. 
They didn't. They weren't no. soliciting. No, I was not wearing jeans. <laughs> Ooh, I had shorts on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, it's weird. Like people do take that, but I don't think that they're gonna take your succulents. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. It's not to say that it, it it's not happening. Yeah, I, I would think that the theft value of succulents are kind of low because you're not gonna flip them for a bunch of money online. Like, well, unless you don't see Craigslist. It, it would be hilarious though if you, they got stolen and then like a week later your neighbors got brand new succulents put in. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, hey. Yeah. Well, and the crazy thing with succulents is you can take like clippings of them. You can cut yeah. off a little section of the existing plant and replant that and continue on. Did so, you get some aloe? We did not do any aloe. We you need we, aloe in case there's an emergency. <laughs> in case you burn the crap out of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, Grayson, hmm. are you glad you decided to join us? Because <laughs> well, I was going. It's like hey, nap time for the Pretty kids. much. I was like, yeah. hey, I'm going to go to Ryan's house. He's like, can I go? I'm like, sure. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We have been skateboarding a lot though. So since, since Grayson's been back from Woodward, we we've, we've uh he's got a a pass to the local Etney skate park. You said it's quarterly, which is weird. Well, it an annual so if you live in the city of Lake Forest, it's 40 bucks for the year. If you don't live in the city, which we don't, right. you have to pay more, and it's 40 bucks per quarter. Which is bizarre. Which is $120 a year. Yeah. Why don't they just let you pay for the year? Well, I could pay for the whole year, but it was, oh, it was oh, one of those oh. things where it was like, well, let's see how much oh, he I likes it. it kind of thing. I got it. It's just I've never heard of a quarterly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's not true. There's a beer club that's quarterly. I take back what I said. It's less weird than I uh, than I thought initially. So we shelled out the, the 40 bucks for that, and then... There's another skate park in uh, Luguna Niguel that we went down to, and that one's Grayson's really liking. And that one, for non-residents, the annual pass is forty bucks. Oh. So it was the same price for a full year there as it was for just three months at at the Etney skate park. Is the uh, but the, the, the van skate park still around? It's been closed. The one at um, the uh, one at the block at Orange yeah the block has, yeah. has been closed. There was a a tragic accident that oh. occurred there pre-pandemic that oh. had kind of closed it down and then of course because of the pandemic it's been closed yeah. oh crap. there was a um a kid on a bmx bike that was on the vert ramp getting crazy air and he crashed into the fluorescent lighting fixture overhead oh man and cut some no. major aorta in no. his neck and did not survive wow i did not hear about that that's yeah. crazy yeah it was completely like just gruesome, tragic, like Final Destination level kind cool. of just. I know the Vans building. Uh, it looks like they're they're doing a bunch of construction uh, at their HQ. So the it looks like the skate park got taken out. Which yeah, is weird. Yeah, uh, maybe they'll put it back in. But I, I wonder a what they're building and b why they got rid of the skate the skate park. I think the the biggest challenge for any skate park is usually insurance. Right. Or, well, but it's their own. I mean, true. it's Vans, right? It's yeah. It was. I don't think it was. It was only open to the public on certain. Certain, certain times, times of the, the year, year or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But the uh, the skate park down in Laguna Niguel, Grayson likes it a lot. And you can actually cover a, a good amount of ground on it. Like, you can cruise through the park quite well. There's a bunch of different uh, ramp structures. Like, there's... they have. I'm learning all these names of yeah. different ramps and stuff. So, he's, he's taking them on pretty well. His big goal is to be able to drop into a bowl. Mm-mm. And <laughs> he's... He can't get his head wrapped around it. He's done it a handful of times mm. at Etney's with help. Like somebody's in the bowl, yeah, yeah. holding on, getting right. to shift his weight in. And he can ride out of him, he can ride into him, but the it's like that drop in part. Yeah. It's the drop in part that's that missing link. Yeah. And so he's getting better at it, but 
That takes time. They practice. It totally takes time. But once he gets that drop-in part then, then the rest of the park opens up to him because then he can ride pretty much everywhere throughout the park. But even just in the, the, what is it, two weeks or so that we've had that that pass, he's actually advanced quite well. Yeah. uh, Picking up new skills, picking up new lines, figuring out how to do things, um, going at much better speed. Grayson, do you think you've gotten better at skateboarding the last two weeks? Yeah. Do a kickflip, kid. No, he's, he's I not, can't do any tricks. Well, I'm, I'm, every time, I'm just going to yell. Every, I, every skateboarder, like, do a kickflip. That's what everyone gets yelled at. Kickflip, Ollie. Like, the, he's not, it's, it's interesting. He's not as interested in the street skating stuff, like the, the board flips and stuff yeah. like that. He likes more of the the cruising yeah. through the park, like up and down the transitions, uh, turning around, uh, rolling in, jumping out. Like, he, he's, and that's what's nice about the, the Laguna Miguel skate park is that there's enough space for him to roam and ride through yeah, the park right. that it doesn't feel like he's stuck to this like little corner of the park where he would be at, at other skate parks. Have you seen that kid in J- Japan, I want to say, that's like a crazy flatland? Yes. Dude. I think you've sent me that Instagram or something like that. Yeah, and, and he's like flatland, super just insane. young. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, I don't how. Well, like, I mean, the crazy thing is, is if you looked at the recent Summer Olympics, like the, the winners of the skateboard competition were like 12. 14 13 13 like yeah, yeah it's insane yeah. to think that you know these kids have been skating since they were five or six and with that much experience that they've had how well they can do yeah so, the, the kid like his instagram's got a weird it's what's well, not weird but it's long it's y-u-z-u-k two six zero nine i-k-a-r-i-n yeah if i if i have i have japanese friends and a lot of them have really awkward Instagram handles. And I yeah. think it's just Japanese culture, the way they just come up with like their usernames or whatever. Probably. But if you want to see some absolutely just insane, insane. flatland, like old school, this kid is unbelievable. I, I just, I don't even like know how to describe half the stuff he's doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Rodney Mullen's cool. Check this out. <laughs> Yeah, that is, it's, it's, it's nutty thinking about, like, you know, the, the guys that we looked up to as, as skateboarding role models, like, you know, Rodney or, or Tony Hawk and these guys, and just seeing what the next generation or, yeah. or younger generations are doing. It's right. It's like Burnquist still skates. Like, uh, um, a lot of those guys still skate. I mean, it's cool to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, the OGs that. are still around skating and stuff. Yeah. Like, but it's just amazing to see the, the skill progression or the, the tricks that the, the, the new generation of skateboarders are able to come up with. It's the same thing, like like with with hockey. Watching what uh, I love watching, like the um, World Juniors, yeah, and seeing what these freaking kids do is unbelievable. Like stuff that wasn't even thought of when I, you know, when we were growing up. And From like, a hockey standpoint, oh yeah. Like what are, uh, is it? Like just, just the just moves how fast they are, speed, and, different and moves. Size, like yeah. their hand eye coordination is incredible. They're doing stuff like. Um, you know, like lacrosse shots where they can pick the puck up with the, the side of the blade and oh, fling wow. it around. Like, it's pretty cool. Man, There's just a lot of rad stuff that they've been, you know, kind of doing over the last 10 years or so. And yeah, it's incredible to watch. It's really cool. That's, that's, that's what I got with that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to talk about with hockey. Yeah, I mean, so we, we, I'm I, probably the only hockey fan in the room. So No, I mean, we, I guess Grace and I are casual hockey fans. We have more fun going to a game than we would watching right. it on TV or anything like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, their games are great to go to. But have still. you been to a game since the pandemic started? No. Yeah, neither have I. I, I kind of want to, but then I kind of... Uh, 
not so sure. It's one of those things where it's, it's indoors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. went to a baseball game and that seemed okay because yeah. it was outside. Well, and, Los Angeles now requires masks regardless if it's outside or inside. Yeah, yeah. based on the number of attendees. Like I think it's 5,000 people outdoors and 1,000 people indoors. Huh. Those are the, uh, the... Oh, no, I thought they said it was... Maybe I misunderstood, but I thought it didn't matter the number, the size now. Or maybe it's the vaccination or something. There was some sort of thing, like if you're doing an event, like a concert or something like that, yeah. you have 5,000 people, then you need to show proof of vaccination. Outdoors. Well, they no, they said it doesn't matter if vaccinated or not, you will now wear a mask. Well, yeah, there's yeah. that too. But yeah. it's basically saying you can't attend unless you are oh, right, right, right. vaccinated. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. This, we are not out of the woods, obviously. Oh, clearly not. With the, with yeah. the numbers cre- creeping back up. Yeah. It's uh, creeping back up, jumping back up. Yeah, whenever it's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You can still get it if you're vaccinated. Yes, that is accurate, but you probably won't die. So right. Yeah. When you look at like the ICU case counts and stuff, it's something like 98% or so unvaccinated. are unvaccinated. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. So um, we've been watching a little bit of Motor Trend TV lately. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because I had complained uh, that about it wasn't working for you, right? That the app sucked. And, but app on the TV? It's on my Apple TV. Yeah, we've and never had a problem with Apple TV except the. I had a big problem. It just didn't work. So it must have upgraded because literally, I I tried to give it a I gave it a try right after we talked about it last time, and it works fine now. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot. In fact, that's what I was watching when you showed up was a uh, throttle out, uh, which is a motorcycle deal. So, but you've been watching. We've been watching Hoopty World Championship. As have I, and it is fabulous. It's a really well done show. Yeah. Well, I like Freiberger anyways. Freiberger is a, a, a good a good host, a good character. Yeah. But the I, the idea of this this show is it was set in Tucson at the fairgrounds. Yeah. And it's five teams, six teams. Six, uh, six or seven. There's a Firebird six. two three fifty Zs. Yeah. There is a, the MR two wagon, WRX wagon, and then the Chevy truck, the old Chevy truck. So that's six. Yeah. And Basically, the goal is you had to bring a car that was under five grand. Under five grand. <laughs> and then you were given some sort of budget to fix it up with. Yeah, you could do, obviously, safety and stuff like yeah. that. But then they, every, I guess the budget goes out the window after the first episode, realistically. But I don't know where the, what the budget is. They didn't really define it. But they basically said you have a budget to do stuff. Right. And then what they do is they, okay, your first challenge is... A dirt track oval. Well, that was the thing. They didn't tell them what kind of racing it would be. So right. it, it could be uh, dirt. It could be rally cross. It could be an oval. Strip, it could be a yeah. drag strip, which they did. It could be um, uh, basically anything. Yeah. yeah. And so the first the first challenge is they show up and they find out what they have to do. Right. And then it's like a qualifier. Then the first, what is it, the five? Yeah, one car's out. One the car's other, out. For sure. And then they the all the other cars go on to the points race. And um, the first couple, like they're basically just one run what you brung yeah. for the first qualifier. And then when they told them what the next one was, they're allowed to make uh, modifications, modifications to, to deal with that. Right. And so we, we've been watching it. It's, it's been a great show. Just in the fact that it's, it's the camaraderie of all the contestants. Like there's no animosity. They're actually all rooting for each other and yeah. helping each other through these builds. It looks like they're great. actually having fun. Yeah. <laughs> which is rare. Right. Cause instead of most of these, these builder-based automotive challenges is always about the high-stakes stress or whatever. It's like this right. fake drama. These guys look like they're having a good time. The issue I have with this show is it's it, it started airing at the end of July, I think. That sounds about right. I can't figure out what the hell the episode release schedule is. I can't either because it seemed like there were three all of a sudden just 
There were three. Yeah. And then now there's only been one in the last couple weeks or something. Like, yes. it's really bizarre. And I don't know when the next one comes out. And you can't uh, there look wasn't it up. One, yeah, one didn't come out last week. I Google, I searched it. I'm like, when's the release schedule? Nothing. So I did see a thing um, on Freiberger's stories on Instagram, uh, his story deal, where he somebody asked him, do you have control over like the release schedule? What is the release schedule for any of the shows that you're on? He said, no clue. They just release them when they want. Yeah, which is weird. Most of them, like some of them, were like uh, road kills once a month, and then some okay. of the other ones are like once a week. New roadkill tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, so it's it's just it's one of those things where like if I went to the Motor Trend website or went to the app and I'm searching for it, if they just put it up there and said, "Hey, new episode on Fridays," right. that would make the world so much easier to understand. Well, yeah, and I just I guess I don't understand why they don't like that part. Just doesn't make any sense to me. There's no reason for them not to. Unless they just don't, they literally don't have a schedule. But I have found there's a lot of pretty decent stuff on Motrin. And also, uh, they streamed the, the Lamar race, which was nice. Yeah, that was, I mean, that that was great. I saw a lot of people, actually, some of my friends were posting pictures of them watching Motrin TV, <laughs> watching the Le Mans race. I think I'm guilty of that. Yeah, you were yeah. one. Jacob was another one. And I had a couple other friends that yeah. were doing the same thing. So Same thing. I, mean, I had a few, few that did that as well. And, of course, I put on my, I have a special uh, edition Pelodi driving shoe that is the Lama edition yeah polity driving shoes are kind of a controversial thing it's one of those things they get so much hate i dude when they first came out they gave me a pair and uh i really enjoyed it yeah or i liked them but you know it's funny enough a long like long years years later they had been in the garage for a long time i went to put them on and they literally just fell apart disintegrated in my hands yeah. i don't know why people get so mad at them I, they're very expensive and i only bought these ones because i really liked how um I just, I just, it's cool. It was a cool tribute the to aesthetic, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, I. They're white leather, which I would normally not wear. But they go great with your white slacks. So I, I think part of the problem is, is just like the, the perception of the person that would wear those things. Like, you know, it's the guy that has the C6 Corvette that's all pristine with like no mileage on it. And he's got the Pelotes and you're like, okay, you don't need driving shoes to be a driver. And it's, I, I don't know where the hate came about. So I don't know if it's just because of the price points. It's got to be. They're, I mean, they're There's not cheap. They've never there. been yeah. cheap. The guys that started are cool. They're yeah. really nice. I've, I've met the guys. Yeah. I've actually talked to them. I, I've done automotive talk radio in the past, and huh. I, I've had them on the show and chatted with them. They're huh. super chill guys. That's where I got them. But just finding out why it's, they've kind of, they're no, I, I, it's hard to describe. Like, they, they just either jumped the shark or did something weird, but. Yeah, it was, they were, they were super popular. Yes. And then they weren't. And there was right. no. It didn't seem like there was a rhyme or reason. But yeah, and there was also, there was no, didn't seem like there was a transition. It's not like they fell slowly, right? It was just all of a sudden, no. Right. And I think they basically almost went out of business. I think they did, yeah. Yeah, and which I'm not sure who, if they still are all that people or, or, yeah, I don't know the story. But these, anyways, these Lamar ones came up uh, oh, sorry. as an addition a couple years ago. And I just slapped my kid in the face with my backhand. What you should do. Yeah. You okay, buddy? You got to learn them kids, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, interesting. Is there anything you would like to talk about, Grayson? No. You just like sitting here and listening? As he shrugs his shoulders. Mm. Yeah, I uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't got anything else really that's super interesting other than uh, the... I, I don't know if anybody that's listening to this is watching Lego Masters. Uh, if you are, you should be caught up by now, so this wouldn't be a spoiler alert. But the brother-sister team got kicked off this week, and I didn't know, but they're local. 
They just did a like an event at uh, I don't know. They were at the Bricks and Minifigures. Have you been to that store? I've driven by it, but never been in. There might be a place to get some of your pieces you need. That would be interesting because they do. They have like a big bulk bin, and yeah. then they sell like older sets and things like that. I wonder and what some they, newer stuff too. It'd be interesting to see what the organization is like because they have so many pieces. Like, how do you? I went in there once, and I believe is it just Man, like I'm trying to walls think of, when of those it little was. bins? Um. No, 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 not sorry. They have a few of those big bins, but it's a lot of sets. There's a lot of complete okay. sets and stuff without boxes, some with boxes, some are new, some are not new. I wonder how they verify that the sets are complete. Uh, Do you want to check it out later and see if we can find that piece? Maybe. No, there you go. See, now it's he, in Anaheim. He up and yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's in Anaheim, so it's not very far. But anyways, I just saw a thing that uh, they had advertised that they were doing a meet and greet. I don't know why you'd want to go meet or greet them. Yeah, um, you're a loser. <laughs> well, I don't even think it's that you're a loser. It's just like... I don't know, a Lego celebrity, and I'm air quoting Lego celebrity. I know, it celebrity. seems like a strange, strange Seems very thing. strange to me. But, uh, you know, these people are on these shows, and they're getting insta-famous from it. I guess. Yeah, celebrity yeah. these days is such a weird thing when you be like a famous TikToker. Like, we were listening to the radio the other day, and Grace is like, oh, this song is from this TikToker person. A lot. And I was like, oh, A right. lot of people, on, and I'm air quoting this too, entrepreneurs in Los Angeles are about to uh, be unemployed. Oh, yes, yes. The, yeah. o- the OnlyFans the only thing. Yeah, exactly. No more sexually explicit content on OnlyFans, which seems like a weird thing to basically kill your only, your, like That's your main business. That's what it was founded on, yeah. Yeah. Well, it turns out, do you know, do you understand, did you hear about the whole deal behind this? So it seems like part of this, the, some of the, they were talking about was credit card processing and like well, they were getting pressure from the credit card companies. The first thing that they were saying is, oh, we're, we're having, what, what, OnlyFans actually said was we're having problems finding investors, right? Because that investors be don't want yeah, yeah, investors don't want that. Well, it turns out it's actually the credit card. So MasterCard basically said you have to verify who these people are. You have to verify their ages. You have to any of that if you're yeah. going to take MasterCard as a payment, right? Otherwise, you can't take MasterCard as a payment. So the it's partly the investor thing, but also the credit cards, they're changing their policies. So you you know Visa and these other companies are gonna follow suit. So and they're not read, gonna be able to take any money. So I so the weird thing is is like it doesn't seem like to be a straight answer because one right. it was like, Oh, okay, we can't get outside investors invest in the company because of of the Which, material. There's no way that's true. Yeah, maybe. That, I don't buy that. Maybe. One. Then you have the credit card processing thing, which seems like okay, that's plausible. Then I read an article that there was a BBC uh uh, report that had dug deep into a BBC report. Yeah, they okay. they were looking at OnlyFans and looking into the problems with the company and, and the organization and stuff, and how they weren't blocking out illegal content and and right. allowing certain things to happen under their watch and making money off of it. When there's no way they're not verifying these people are eighteen or anything. Right, right. And so that's that seems to be the piece that really seems to make the most amount of sense is the fact that this BBC report doesn't put them in a favorable light. So right. before the report comes out, they're, they're getting ahead of it. Yes. Yeah. By saying, Hey, we're, we're going in a different direction, but it, it seems strange for a company to totally pivot almost like an, a 180 from what they started out as. Yeah. And now they're going to be con- competing with like Patreon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is a similar, similar service where you, you subscribe or you're a patron of these different artists or entertainers or whatever. So there's, there's it's all weird to me. Yeah, right. I mean, like, but the, the Patreon model at least makes sense. Yeah, because the way it was based, it's it's still the way it is now. So right. it's around these ideas of artists. I mean, we could do one. 
Right. We, we should do one. <laughs> and uh, see how little we make. Yeah. But. Well, you never know. Maybe maybe somebody will like listen to me. Like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. But the hard thing is with OnlyFans is its its base was on this adult content. And so to really kind of go down that path and then all of a sudden pivot and say, oh, no, no, you can subscribe to your favorite artist or your favorite baker or your right. favorite. And then it's like, really? Do you want to be that person that says, oh, I'm on OnlyFans. Oh, that adult site? You're like, no, 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 no. You know, it's like yeah, the connotation because it's been around for su- such a while and known for that thing. To then try to pivot so they're, dramatically, they're going to have some problems. I mean, it, it'd be like it's—I guess this isn't the same idea, but it, it'd be like if Chick Fil A became a burger joint, but they kept the Chick Fil A name, right? Right, but didn't have any chicken on the menu, right? Like the, that's the only reason why they're famous. It's the only reason why Only Fans is famous is because of that. It's and why now, the Only Cans beer existed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, which was perfect. That was the death spiral right there. Well, yeah, and you—you you know what? It just leaves the wide open. You can have a, a one totally dedicated to custards called only flans there you go i'm, I'm waiting for the uh, domain name to only fans to be worth nothing yeah and then just buy it and redirect it to like a, a ceiling fan and floor fan website you do that yeah yeah you do only oh what was the other one that we were thinking about or i had thought up celebrity fran like fran dresher it's only frans oh god <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> that's be even fun. worse yeah there was one for oh, only fabs for, uh, for fabricating yep, fabrication yeah yeah we got a bunch of them. only or, only flabs for fat people ornery fans they're angry <laughs> angry fans yeah, yeah yeah so these are all pictures i of, think that's of called angry. the best of next door pretty much have you do you subscribe to that do you follow that one no but i've seen it shared enough it's online so good. yeah next door is are you on next door no because i well i don't want to hear racist people complaining about any sort of person of color walking through the neighborhood that's all suspicious it is so weird it's straight up racist and then it's also just complaining about the dumbest shit my mom always tells me she she knows and hi mom she knows all the stuff uh, like going on everywhere it's really like it's funny to me but i'm always like where the F, do you even hear this stuff? She's like, oh, it's on Tustin Buzz. There's a Tustin Buzz. <laughs> and I'm like, there'll be a helicopter flying around. And she's like, I'm checking Tustin Buzz. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Most of my stepdad and I make fun of her a little bit about it. But sorry, Ma. Are you going to join? No. You don't need to because she'll just give you the, the 411. Dude, it's why I wasn't on Instagram for a really long time. My brother-in-law would just show me all the stuff I needed to see anyways. <laughs> and then I, I really only joined Instagram a couple years ago when I went to alaska yeah yeah you did a motorcycle trip yeah and that was it seemed like a good way to share that stuff yeah well it's kind of the same thing like you you share something that was like a tiktok thing and i was like oh it's pretty cool but still not worth me signing up for tiktok well so what i don't get is why do you need to sign up for tiktok if all the tiktoks get posted to instagram pretty much it's very confusing yeah yeah i don't need the ticks nor the talks well i I think it's a you know or the the roblox (laughs) it's the content creator just creating it in one spot and then sharing it everywhere just to right well, there is, like, you know, on Instagram, there is the button to post it to Facebook and everything else. Yeah. I yeah. can't even think. The last time I posted to Facebook, I think it was the last episode that came out. That's all I've posted anymore. Yeah. Well, I go on Facebook and, the, and look at the memories. Now they're under the FTC uh, antitrust concerns because Facebook likes to buy up their competition and then kind of put them out. So we'll see if it's considered a monopoly and has to get broken up. But <laughs> it's heading down that path. We'll see. Do you remember about the days before all this crap? How, MySpace? How much better things were. Socially, yes. Yeah, that's like what I mean. interacting with people yeah. in society, and it, it even wasn't as polarized. I, bo- I I both love and hate the internet. Yeah, like I love being able to know anything I want to know immediately, but I don't like listening to people argue about politics and crap. 
Yeah. Or just all the hatred. That's definitely true. And I I think that the strange thing is, is like, I don't know how many people have actually ever really been swayed based Mm. on something that somebody else wrote. I also don't, I I think it's, it's absolutely freaking bizarre to me that you can have an Instagram, have like basically do nothing. You're useless Mm -hmm. and make a ton of money. Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff I don't get. The sponsored post thing. yeah. Yeah. Like the Kardashians make a crap ton of money for doing what? Nothing. Yeah. They're that, famous for being famous, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. We're ungrown ups for being ungrown up. Yeah, but we're not like, hey, give me your money. Although, if you would like to send us money. <laughs> we won't say no. Yeah, if anybody wants to uh, fund a motorcycle adventure for me, I've got some ideas. Oh, yeah? What oh, are you thinking? I'm not giving that up. It's you don't want to give the idea? You don't want somebody to no. steal your thunder? No, nah, I don't think anybody would steal my thunder. But I just have I have so many trips in my head that I would love to do that unfortunately cost money. Well, Turns yeah. out gasoline is not cheap. Especially not right now. No. I, I uh when when Grayson was up at uh in Tehachapi for his summer camp adventure, I had a I borrowed a car and a three row SUV filling it up with gas. I was seeing that the total price at the yeah. pump was like Ah, that's that's more than I expected. Hmm? $72. Yeah, it was like 70, 80 bucks, which yeah, is the, the not much, about. but it was still kind of surprising. Cause What'd you put in it, 87? Yeah. 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 400 is about that. Isn't it weird when you think about those numbers? Like, ah, I remember being a kid, you know, my, my first truck took 13 bucks to fill up. Gas was a dollar. Yes, that's why it yeah, took 13 I mean, bucks to fill up. And now it's almost five. Mm-hmm. The uh, well, I mean, even the BMW was third, almost thirty bucks last time I filled it. Which is crazy because I didn't think it had that big of a gas oh, it's tank. Massive, yeah, it's yeah. huge. What is it? Six gallons? Nine. Really? Something like that? Yeah. That's big for oh, a it's bike. Re- well, especially yeah, it's a big ADV bike. So they, uh, I think it's one of the bigger tanks actually that you can get. When, it's huge. Um, on Saturday when me on Saturday. On Saturday. Uh, when me and my dad went to Cars and Coffee, we saw a motorcycle that had a V8 oh. engine. Oh, yeah. A seen Boss Haas. Yeah, yeah I've seen him. It wasn't just a V8. It was a Chevy 572. Oh, Jesus. I think it was massive. Like, the, the gas tank was probably three feet across, yeah. if that. Um, but all I could think of, if that thing tips over, you're just leaving it there. Oh, yeah. That's where it lives. Right it up. Yeah. There, well, so back, way back in, I guess, the... 60s, 70s, uh, V8 Harleys were a were big, thing. Were a drag race. Yeah, they yeah. were drag race, and they shoved 350s in them. Yeah. It's basically kind of sideways, I guess. In this one, this one wasn't. This one was literally just straight V, and you can see the valve covers on either side of the tank. And huh. The exhaust pipes off the header, like the, the closest pipe was wrapped uh, in the ceramic yeah. uh, heat wrap to I guess burns, I would say why. I mean, as a, even as a motorcycle person, I don't understand those. Well, yeah, because even the, the power to weight ratio of a stock motorcycle is Still pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, but then my, to put my, a 572 on it with nitrous. Yeah, the BMW only has 124 horsepower. Right, but it only has what a, a power to weight ratio. Well, I mean, it's it's still heavy. It's a 600 whatever. It's probably 600 pounds, right? Yeah. So it's a heavy. It's heavy for a bike, but it still does a 2.90 to 60. Right. Yeah. And so just to have, I mean, the the rear tire on this thing was probably like a 305 or something at least. It was just a super fat wide rear tire. It was it was a it was a bike tire. Oh, it was an actual motorcycle tire. It was a motorcycle tire. It wasn't dark side. No, but just just imagining just the weight of this thing, and then like I can't imagine having it fall over. Yeah, or even just trying to to back it up. 
No, you wouldn't. You can't. I mean, that, that's got to be impossible. Like, and wouldn't you have to shift it in a weird way? I don't know. It might have a and regular... how's, like, the transmission working? It's probably motorcycle trans. But, yeah. What, what motorcycle transmission is going to hold that power? I don't know, but what transmission would fit in there to put power out? I have no out? idea. And it'd have to be, like, a long bike because the transmission's actually pretty long. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, honestly, that's a good question. I don't know. But yep. the... Like the my monster's got a hundred and I think it's like a hundred and forty-seven horsepower. Yeah, they have standard bike. They have a bagger, a big block. Why are they building these things? I don't know. So a if you want a bike with a four ninety-six motor, it's sixty-seven thousand dollars. Sixty-seven thousand dollars. Uh huh. Bosshaas.com. But imagine how, so the Ducati is pretty quick, 147 horsepower, 91 pound feet of torque, and it only weighs 465 pounds, which is still pretty heavy, right? 465 pounds is nothing to stake to like shake a fist at. However, uh, it has a ton of power, power to weight. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the one, something with a 572 in it. Cause I mean, these have like 496s in it, a, a 445, like they, they're all bored the over. Engine swapped an engine in a bike. Well, this is, yeah, this Boss Haas Motorcycles Company, that's all they do is they put V8 motors in it. So, I mean, that's their whole... They've got to be, or they, they've got to be local. I don't oh, really? think so. Oh, really? This is, uh, Boss Haas Inc. was started in 1990 in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Oh, well, that that's actually makes way more sense. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if they're still out there in Tennessee. Oh, they're open. Oh, yeah. They're I mean, still, they're still a company. They're still in Tennessee. Yeah. They're still there. I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't just... think they're local. No, Tennessee is not local. No, but yeah, it's just why would you want a sixty thousand dollar? Well, I mean, there's reason I guess you would want it. Oh, dude, just... no, there are a lot of really expensive motorcycles. Um, they're uh, like really expensive motorcycles. I mean, you get a Harley SVO; those are like thirty or forty grand. Yeah, the live wire is like forty. Yeah, any of the custom bikes are you know they get up there. Well, I I've watched. Plenty of Orange County Chopper. Dude, I hate that show. <laughs> and it's not even that I hate the show. Like the builds are just tacky. The drama is It's eh, yeah. Not it's not fun drama. Does that make sense? No, yeah, because it's all family shit and yeah. it's just like I don't care that you hate your kid. It's not Yeah, fun you treat him like shit. Just we don't care. Just move yeah. on. These things have to be a disaster to ride. Oh, for sure. These boss hoss thingies. They're just so wide. It's just insane. Yeah. Heavy. I could see why those would probably be better for straight lines. Most Harleys are kind of better for straight lines. I mean, my, I had a, uh, mine was a Dyna Street Bob. Yeah. With a 103. The worst is like taking Ortega Highway and you're stuck behind a bunch of dudes in Harleys with the floorboards. So they can't yeah. really lean the Well, they're the typically corners. not good riders anyways. Right. Um, but, you know, that that thing weighed, with me on it, was almost a ton. That's insane. Yeah. A ton? Yeah, it was an 800 and something pound So a thousand pounds, a half ton. Or half ton, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say shit. No, the boss, I've got the boss house bikes in my brain still. (laughs) Those are probably a good ton. But yeah, a half ton, that's a a lot. Like You think motorcycles. How much is a house boss, like, how much does that weigh stock? Well, he was looking it up. It was like. Oh, no, I. I I, I don't think they even show the weights. No, there's no way they show the weights. They don't want to. The, uh, like my dirt bike that I sold, right up, Husqvarna FE501, that was 200 and. Uh, maybe 200 pounds so you know the range of weights too in bikes is crazy but 
Anyways, that's that's how those work. I don't know, man. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm thinking. I don't have much to go on either. No. My brain is fried spending the entire weekend outdoors working on the landscape. And been in the, well, you haven't quite been in the sun. Not in the sun. It was that's one of the reasons why we did it this weekend. After the after the contractor kind of kicked us aside for yeah. the other guy. Uh, the fact that it was wet and overcast all weekend long made it easy to be like, all right, let's get out there because it's going to be like in the upper 90s later this week. So, yeah, it's going to get hot again, right? Yeah, which is not summer's not over until like the end of September. Really, it's kind of nutty. Yeah, warm weather in California. Hot October. It's been really hot. Yeah, well, not as hot as other places. That's fair. True. It's weird when Oregon's had more days in triple digits than we have here in Southern California. Didn't or, or I think Oregon had their hottest day in recorded history yes. recently. They, and, and it was like back to back. They broke yeah. the record and they broke it like the following day. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. Nope. I'm going to sit in front of the open freezer door deciding what kind of ice cream I want to eat. Oh, wow. I don't even have ice cream. Well, come on over. We got all sorts of ice cream. We have, we have a chest freezer in the garage that we stock with ice cream for the kids in the neighborhood. You have a chest freezer? Yeah. What else do you put in it? And a lot of like the frozen foods and stuff that are yeah. just too big for the fridge, but your Costco meats. Uh, no, we don't. Costco has good meat, by the way. They do, but the yeah. problem is, is like we don't go through stuff fast enough to justify Costco. Yeah, I like, don't. Like the stuff goes bad before we can consume it all, right. kind of thing. Dude, like stuff from the regular grocery store goes bad before I can consume yeah. it. So a lot of our shopping we get done like at, at Trader Joe's and Target and yeah. maybe the the grocery store if need be, but uh, any of those like the big box items. It's very rarely. Did you do food shopping at Target? Hmm? Huh. Yeah. I've yeah. only done maybe once. Yeah, we can get most of like the snacks and, and like non perishable oh, items yeah. and stuff, okay. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like yogurts. And I meant like regular, like have you ever bought a steak at Target? Uh, we've bought hamburger patties there. Yeah. Um, That's what I meant. But usually most of the, our meats, vegetables, and fruits come from Trader Joe's. What about like an avocado? Trader Joe's. Okay. Bananas, Trader Joe's, yeah. like all, all the fresh stuff. I had a banana the other day. I put it in my shake. Did you freeze it? No. You should freeze the banana, throw it in there. And and then, then, but then you'd have to break it first, right? And your, I would just... Your blender doesn't chop? Well, no. I mean, you it's not going to fit in the blender if it's just a whole frozen banana. You might be strong enough to break a banana. You've been working out. <laughs> These days? No, I think it's, it's actually, sadly, not been doing much of that. I feel really... Yeah, I'm not feeling good about myself. Oh. That's all right. I'll fix it. You're Starting dude. tomorrow. Go run more. I didn't run. I haven't done anything all weekend. Well, you were dog sitting. You can't for run two miles. Four, four hours? That was heavy. Six hours, that ten was hours? Whatever. Important work. You were guarding that dog's life. <laughs> yeah, I think Penny was guarding me. She looked comfortable. She's so funny. I mean, she is just like. She's still pretty young, though, right? Two years old, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't think yeah. she was that old. I, she uh, she looks puppy. My sister was saying that she that she must have thought she was going to the vet. She was like freaking out in the car on the way here. <laughs> and when I came down the stairs, my sister was like, look who it is. And Penny, like almost, like she tried to jump out the car window. She was so excited that she, A, wasn't at the vet, and B, was to see me. Oh, you didn't have to pick her up. She got dropped no, off. No, she, she got dropped off, yeah. And then they came and picked her up. Oh, is her vet nearby? Because our, I don't know. Pe- Pepper I don't knows so. where we're going. Yeah. So if we Based turn a certain route, yes. Yeah. So if we turn a certain way, she knows she's going to doggy daycare. If we turn another way, she knows she's going to uh, to uh, our buddy Jay's house to be for dog boarding. Well, that's where you got to go, like take different routes every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vet, but the funny thing is, is like the 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 vet we take her to is in the same shopping center as like Lowe's and all yeah. the other stuff. So she's she doesn't seem fearful about going to the vet. She's just not as excited going that way as she is sure. going to the other places. Yeah, it makes sense. You but don't it, like to go to the doctor, do you? It, it's a... I don't mind going to the doctor. No. I don't like it. 
I don't, I don't like the dentist. I don't like the doctor. I don't like anybody like that. Eh, I don't care. That's not I have to get you can't talk. You're not sitting at a microphone. You're off the podcast. <laughs> Grayson's just like loitering around the room looking yeah. at great, at uh, your Lego selection. And there's a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's wrap this thing up so we can get out of here. All right. Well, I All guess right. uh, I guess that's it. I guess I'll see you later. Yes. Okay. Well. Here, onward to better and bigger things with the next episode, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We might have a guest. We should get one. We should get one of those. Yeah. One that's older than 11. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All oh, right. The dirty look he just gave me. Bye. Later. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast. And for this, we apologize. <laughs>